0: Folks, we we there's an overriding problem here. I've talked about it a number of times over the course of many many broadcasts on the EIB network, and every time I bring it up, um, I, there's a little inner voice says, "Rush, don't make too big a deal about this because this is something that every adult generation has thought or has felt when they look at the worthless and useless younger generations." I'm just kidding. And then there's another thing, another voice says, no, Rush, this is worse than the normal pattern. What I'm talking about is the degree of maleducation. The degree LeBron James is a classic example of just sheer uneducation. Inside a body and mind who thinks he's a genius. He doesn't know diddly squat. Most of the people on the left who are out there espousing communism, supporting communism, defending communism, have simply been poisoned. They've not been properly educated. And it's a problem. When Thomas Jefferson becomes a bigger problem in America than Hugo Chavez was in Venezuela, we've got a problem. That has not been something that every generation assumed growing up in America, but there are young people today who believe that Thomas Jefferson is a scourge on the United States and we need leaders more like Hugo Chavez or Fidel Castro or you name it. Now we've got people defending the most repressive, punitive, brutal uh, regime on the planet, the communist Chinese. And they think that they are being valorous. They think that they are doing the Lord's work. They think they are defending honor, whether well, they're defending their back pockets and their bank accounts, obviously. But it goes beyond just people being loyal to money. They have been mistaught. It's not that they're uneducated. It's that the people we consider the best and brightest or the elites don't know anything that is correct. They have been taught over the course of their lives a bunch of gibberish. And because they are elites and because they are from the upper strata of society, what they think is given some weight. And it's never examined in a fact-based analytical way. And I, I've I've been concerned about this for not and it's not just recently for for quite a while. And you know I always told you that I started this show in 1988 to 50, I was 37 years old. So now I am 68. I always vowed that as I got older and approached the age where people think you're an old fogey, that I was not going to become an old fogey, and that I was not going to betray the traits of the old fogey, which is looking at anything new. Uh, being done or enjoyed or engaged in a younger generation as corrupt or bad. I vowed that was never going to happen to me. You know, my, my parents, just to illustrate, my parents hated the Beatles, didn't want any part of the Beatles. My mom stuck with Sinatra, the old standards her whole life. I vowed that when I was 70, I'd still be listening a to top 40. I'm sorry, I can't. I, I, I just can't. But I still do listen to the stuff I grew up with in the '60s or '70s. But I have not turned into a closed-minded "get off my lawn" kind of older guy. I have fought them. I've made sure. Short... What I'm I, I know nobody can reach my lawn. I'm talking. I'm being symbolic here. You know the old guy that tells the kids to get off his. You 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 know what I'm talking about. Here, my my point is that I have I have. I've I've paid a lot of attention to the to the fact that I not become a cliche uh, adult that I remain studious and accepting and open to things younger generations do because we all were the younger generation at one point in our lives and we all had things and did things and knew things that our parents didn't know a baby born today will know more than we will ever know by the time that baby is 20. But possibly, this is the point. But what will that baby be taught? What will that baby really know? this, This whole NBA thing would not have happened. It would not have happened had there been proper education for the last 30 years on the evils of communism, the evils of communism as it relates to individual human beings. I'm not talking about as a political ideology or system that thus makes it partisan. I'm talking what does communism do to the to the heart, to the mind, to the soul of human beings. That's not taught anymore. In fact, it's lied about. Communism is held out as a great promise. It's a great equalizer. It's the elimination of all sadness and unhappiness because it eliminates competition, therefore it eliminates losing, therefore it eliminates disappointment, therefore communism eliminates feeling inferior because nobody is superior. All of this rat-gut, there are so many people that believe it. You look at the percentage of men versus women in higher education, 65 on average, 65% female, 35% male in college, why? Men don't want to put up with what happens on campuses. They walk and they show up and they're automatically predators. Meanwhile, the girls are all being force-fed feminist studies and being extolled the virtues of lesbianism and transgenderism and all these things that are counter to the natural order of human existence— because they're all being propelled by a political agenda that many people do not know is behind what's being taught in feminist studies or LGBTQ studies or UFO studies or how to get to the moon with Elon Musk studies or whatever the hell studies are being taught. And I just, I, I, I wonder what's the answer to it? How do you fix... A bunch of mal education. It's it's not uneducated. We're talking about people that have degrees. We're talking about people who've gone to college. I'm not talking about. For, let me give an example. Let's talk about solar panels. This is such a classic story, folks. California, and I know this because when I moved there in 1988, I uh, bought my first real house there. It was my second house. My first house was a shack in kansas but the first real house i had these two solar panels on the roof and they told me oh yeah you got to have it mandated by california state law so why because it's going to save your electric bill you won't believe how little your electric bill will be here it's really yeah because those solar powers uh, solar panels are going to take care of everything you need during the day and they're going to stockpile what you need and have it available at night is that right that's what they told me well you know it's not how it works Do you know that during a power outage in California, and they are rampant now because of the fires, so PG&E is shutting down various areas of the state, shutting down blackouts as a safety precaution, which has the mayor all ticked off because, you know, he gets the heat on that. You know what people are learning? That their solar panels do not work during a blackout. How many of you knew that? How many of you, oh, Russ, you don't know what you're talking about. Of course they work during, it's the point of them. No, no, folks. Do you know, for those of you in California or anywhere, the solar panels, if you have them on the roof of your house, they don't feed your house. They feed the power company. They send all of the whatever meager amount of electricity they generate to the power company, which then distributes it all across their grid. And do you know, at night, which is the same as a blackout, if you have solar panels, you get zilch. The solar panels produce nothing for anybody, either your house or the power company, at night. You know why? Because it's solar, which means the sun, and there isn't any at night. So people buy into this solar power thing, and they think that they're actually powering their homes with these things saving money. They look at the electric bill. It isn't any cheaper because nothing ever gets any cheaper, no matter what they tell you, including cable service and movie tickets. And they look at the uh, solar power, so maybe they put more on. I think this is just one little isolated example, but, and it's, it's relatively harmless compared to the, the real maleducation. That has gone on from K through 12 and all the way through higher education for gee, I don't know how many years. And it it, it can be boiled down to the fact that lies are being taught. There is no genuine, consistent American history that is. Upbeat and positive about our country, you can find in common curricula across various school districts around the country. Quite the exact... I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You can go to places where Thomas Jefferson is taught as a bigger scourge and a bigger embarrassment to the United States, and every statue of his needs to come down. Guys like Castro, Che Guevara, Hugo Chavez, they deserve the attention of our young students. And it's just, it's it's the result of successful infiltration of several American institutions by anti-American, pro-communist, pro-socialist, pro-liberal uh, individuals and organizations. And it ultimately adds up to people not knowing anything who've, who've been educated, so they think that they are smarter than average ain't they know more than most people. And LeBron James is the latest, glaring, screeching example of utter, pure ignorance. The man should be so embarrassed over what he's said and done that he ought be ashamed to even show up in public but he's too uneducated to know that he continues to make a fool of himself every time he opens his mouth about this controversy. Do you want to see the results of uneducation and maleducation on display in a consistent, never-ending timeframe? Watch the Democrat debate tonight. Listen to Adam Schiff. The problem is, you know, you can sound smart being stupid. You can sound brilliant. You can sound like you are really more educated than most people and not know diddly squat just based on how you speak. And if you're on TV, how you look. So with this LeBron James business, um, I think it might help if we go back to what really started all this, and to share with you some of the outrageous, stupid, inane things originally stated by NBA owners and the commissioner and others involved in this. And then that will take us to the current, situation with LeBron James. Now, Don't worry, it's not going to take me three hours to do this. You know me, I could be able to get this done in one segment. Just hang on, take our first obscene profit timeout of the day and be back and continue after this. Welcome back. Rush Limbaugh, the cutting edge of the societal evolution. I mean, You know, we all see what that did. Not only for our league, but for all of us in America. Well, Look, I don't want to get nitpicky here with with grammar, but it kind of does play into my overall point. But I'm not going to get nitpicky with it. Let's just stick with it here. Not only did for our league, but for all of us in America, for people in China as well, sometimes you have to think through things that you say, that may cause harm, not only for yourself, but for the majority of people. I think that's just a prime example. So Daryl Maury's tweet, General Manager Houston Rockets simply supporting freedom fighters in Hong Kong is now a cause of harm. Not only for himself. Oh, yes, he really harmed himself. But for a majority of people. And, of course, the people in China, they're really upset. Do you know the problem with that? Twitter is banned in China. Nobody knew in China that Daryl Morey had tweeted anything. Citizens in China cannot legally use Twitter. They didn't know. And you think the Chicom government's going to, probably in their own way, and when the ChICOM government tells the people of China something, the people of China are required to believe it and accept it. And then demonstrate that they believe it and accept it, or else they could get sent to a re-education camp. So here's here's the next LeBron James tweet, again from last night's Staples Center preseason game between the Lakers and the Golden State uh, Warriors. We all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others or you're only thinking about yourself. So um, I don't believe I don't want to get into a a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on 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 the situation at hand. And um, and he spoke and uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed. Um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so, just be careful what we tweet and we say, and what we do. Even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that too. Huh. Okay. Um. So, an American needs to be real careful. An American be real careful. We cannot upset the gravy train of money from the Chicom government to the NBA or to Nike and Adidas, which ends up in the back pockets of people like LeBron James. Yeah, freedom of speech, great thing. We all do have it, but sometimes there are ramifications for the negative. That can happen when you're not thinking about others and only thinking about yourself. LeBron, you've got all of this backwards. You're only thinking of yourself. Daryl Morey was not thinking of himself. He was thinking of the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. So how did this all begin? It's all of that has kind of been lost in the shuffle of this. Now, remember the theme here. It's not so much the specific thing but an ongoing and recurring, uh, shall I say, concern of mine, and that's the overall state of education, defined as acquisition of knowledge in our great country. This whole country depends on this. It depends on an informed, participating population. It depends on it. It's a requirement. Otherwise, we end up becoming a sitting duck for people who intend us ill, evil, or harm. So Maury tweets out, he's the general manager of the Houston Rockets, he tweets out his uh, support for the freedom fighters in Hong Kong. Now, immediately after his tweet, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, a guy named Joe Tsai. Now, Joe Tsai, T-S-A-I, is a partner in Alibaba, which is the Chinese Amazon. And his partner and co-founder is a guy named Jack Ma. And these people are, because they have so much money, they are directly tied to the Chaycom regime. So the Brooklyn Nets owner, Joseph Tsai, lets Maury have it, calls him naive, calls him misinformed. And then Mr. Tsai assumed the position of representing the entire population of one point, whatever it is, three billion people in China. Now, Mr. Tsai is from Taiwan. His wealth is directly linked to the Chaikam regime in Beijing. He's the guy, by the way, just so you know. Just, uh, Joseph Tsai is the man who arranged the 2017 basketball trip to China where three UCLA players were arrested for shoplifting. So that's a couple years ago. Now, you may remember that. Uh, and, and it happened in the headquarters of Alibaba, Mr. Tsai's company. And so he, he puts together this, this trip. ESPN televises the games three UCLA players arrested for shoplifting in Hangzhou. And he helped to portray uh, Chinese people as worldly and knowledgeable and free and devoted to their government. It's the exact—they're that not. They are in shackles. Chinese citizens are the equivalent of modern-day slaves. And this is a fundamental point of this because Mr. Tsai then began his his response to Daryl Morey by claiming that 1.4 billion Chinese were outraged at his tweet. 1.4 billion Chinese were embarrassed and angry and they were out for blood. They couldn't believe what Daryl Morey... They didn't even know, folks. They don't have Twitter. It is banned. Yet here's the owner of the Brooklyn Nets... Speaking for 1.4 billion Chinese, claiming they're outraged at what Daryl Morey did. So now the table is set. Morey issues his tweet, support of Hong Kong Freedom Fighters. Nike gets in on the act. The owner of the Brooklyn Nets then tells the world that the entire population of China is upset as well. And we can't have that. Oh, my goodness. No, we can't have 1.4 billion Chinese angry at us. This Daryl Morey guy, this guy's got to be silenced. He's got to be shut up. He's got to be dispatched. Something's got to happen. 1.4 billion Chinese hadn't the slightest idea what had happened because they don't have Twitter. And they don't have a free and open Internet. Even if they had Twitter, it would be censored. It would be policed. It would be controlled. Just like Google is in China. He sent an open letter, Mr. Tsai. quote, fans in China are demanding an explanation. And if they're not getting it from the Houston Rockets, then it's natural. They ask others associated with the NBA to express a view. This is an out and out misrepresentation. billion Chinese citizens supposedly so ticked off at Daryl Morey that they're demanding, they're demanding an explanation, just like all the women in the vagina hats after Trump was elected were demanding an explanation of his travel ban. It doesn't matter where communism is. They use the same techniques. They claim to speak for the people. They give voice to the people, all of the people. They make it look like all of China's population was ticked off at this and ready to kick the NBA out of the country. Well, if you're Adam Silver and the commissioner of the NBA, and you're told that 1.4 billion people now hate you, and over here you've got this little sad sack, Daryl Morey, on whose side are you going to come? Fall. You're going to fall on the side of the communists. is exactly what has happened here. The Nike gets in the game. And Adidas... So Joseph Tsai It's laughable. Chinese media is state controlled like it was during the Obama administration here. You know, I don't want to so I don't want to, it's state controlled. It is thoroughly totally state controlled. There is no free media in China. And yet this man claims that Chinese media is interviewing outraged Chinese citizens who are demanding that Daryl Morey be punished because the the whole of China has been rendered upset and saddened and is angry and is demanding that something be done about this. And then he said this. He says Morey is entitled to his opinion. Sure, everybody is, kind of like LeBron James did. Quote, the one thing terribly misunderstood and often ignored by the Western press and those critical of China is that 1.4 billion Chinese citizens stand united when it comes to the territorial integrity of China and the country's sovereignty over her homeland. The issue is non-negotiable. So here he is again, speaking for 1.4 billion Chinese, claiming they all are opposed to what's going on in Hong Kong, further marginalizing Daryl Morey. He has no idea what 1.4 billion Chinese think because they're not allowed to think. They don't have political opinions like you and I. Well, they do, but nobody knows what they are. You ever wonder what happened to Tank Man? Guy stood in front of the tank, Tiananmen Square, do you know that a Chinese citizen born ten years after that event has never heard of it? Tiananmen Square was erased; it never happened. Chinese media, it didn't happen. There's nothing in it in China. You can't find a word about Tiananmen Square, 1989. There are people alive in China today who have no idea what it is. If you ask them, "Who is Tank Man?" Do you know who Tank Man? What? What? What are you talking about? And if they did know, they wouldn't tell you because they'd be afraid they're being monitored. And the cops would show up and take him to re-education camp. Yet here's the owner of the Brooklyn Nets claiming 1.4 billion. They're really sensitive about sovereignty. Really sensitive about their... This Hong Kong thing really ticks them off. And it was a big, big, big mistake. So if the owner of the Brooklyn Nets is setting a table, you almost can't blame LeBron James for sitting down to eat at it. But for crying out loud, all of this... There's no other way. It's just plain wrong. Nothing, nothing about this on which people are forming opinions is factual. There's a lot more. I've got to take a break here. Hang on, folks. We'll come back and continue. Look, if you want to talk about Hunter Biden, feel free. We're going to get to all of this as the program unfolds. But pretty much every, you know, every day, if I wanted to, pretty much everything I talk about could be folded into this overall theme that we have a growing problem of... I don't even know the right word, maleducation, ill education. I'm not talking about people who haven't gone to school. They have an excuse. I'm talking about people who are educated, college, high school diplomas, whatever, who don't know diddly squat, but think they do. And you can't blame them. They've gone to school. They've been taught this stuff. They watch the news every day. This is what they've heard.